Oh, is that you there? I'm here. Yeah. Oh, I thought we lost you. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you got lost. He's still looking at the YouTube video. That's what it is. <laughs> warning, warning, warning. The Freestyle Club contains adult language. It is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is JD, and I am the newest member of the Freestyle Club. This is Freestyle Club. With your hosts, the unknown admin, Rafael Reyes, and CPR, Jose Ortiz. Hello and welcome. Welcome to this week's edition of the Freestyle Club. My name is CPR Jose Ortiz, and I'm being joined by the unknown admin, Rafael Reyes. What's good, you bastards? And our very special guest this week is already laughing. She's having a good time, and she's one of my favorites. I'm sure she's one of uh, Ralph's favorite as well. When you hear her voice, it's unique. It's something that will stay with you and uh, something that has carried us since 1990. Please welcome Cuddy Records great, J.D. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. J.D., 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 about time. <laughs> yeah, you're going to answer my cry this time? <laughs> yeah, so uh, I wanna I wanna start by apologizing because I had an opportunity to speak with you, but it was so brief. I saw you in person, we said hello, and then that's it. And that was about uh, a few about three weeks ago when uh, you were at um, Jay Adams' studio. Yes, listen, I didn't know you personally, but that that embrace you gave me was pretty cool. So thank yes. you. That's a fan, you know, when, you know, when fans, uh, try, they see their <laughs> idols and stuff, you know, they see the favorites. They're like, oh my God. Uh, I, oh my I God. act like a little girl. <laughs> That's sweet. Thank you. Yeah, I'm on it. Now, now you're acting like a, like a actual uh, artist. You're like, all right, stalker, back up. Take no, two not, steps back. Take not like steps. that. Just <laughs> as long as you don't IM me with those stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we all good. So, J.D., it's been very interesting as of late. You've been coming out with new music. You've been also uh, featured on new music. And you've been getting some interesting DMs as well. So which one do you want to talk about first? Uh, you, you choose. How about that? I'm, I'm kidding. So is it scary for you to interact with uh, the audience that supports you, but also get these special DMs that you get sent to, to your personal mail? Not, not so much that it's scary. It's... It makes me wonder all the people that are out there that we don't know about. <laughs> when I first started, um, I had this stalker. And every show I had, he would show up with roses. Every show. Anywhere I went, he was there with roses. Uh. Now that was scary. This is the Freestyle Club. <laughs> Topic of the week. Let's talk freestyle. freestyle. Take us back to 1990 when you recorded your first song, Answer My Cry. How did that come about? How did you get into the studio to record this amazing track? Oh, wow. I have to go back to 89 if we're going to talk about that. Um, back in 1989, I don't know if uh, many people know this, but I used to dance for choral. And uh, my brother was one of his producers. And Sahid as well with uh, Cutting Records. And I stayed with him for a year until I was asked to do a single of my own. And I said, sure. And for a little bit, I was doing dancing for choral and performing. And it was just too hectic. So I um, launched out on my own. And Answer My Cry came out. Is that what you wanted? It. Did you want your own brand? I mean, I know Dancing for Cora must be great. Um, he's had some of the most amazing dancers I've ever seen. But you branching out on your own, is that was that the goal all along? No, actually, it wasn't even a, a thought of. Um, it happened gradually. Uh, when it did, and it was approached, I said, sure, why not? So I again, I, I didn't want to leave Cora. I enjoyed being around Cora and um, Vanessa. She was the other... Uh, dancer that was with me and we had a great time together going to I mean it was two three different shows a day and out of four or five days a week we were busy 
It was a different time back then. Oh my God, yes, it was. Back then, you used to go to clubs Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Mondays, any day of the week. And you were performing two, three shows a day. So, yeah, it was pretty hectic. But uh, it was nice. We all got along, and I love Coral. Now, here's a $50,000 question. Were you so, paid? Absolutely. You signed a contract with Cutting? I signed a contract with Shocking Records. Yeah, I saw so, that. That was, that was an interesting logo on, on the 12-inch uh, record. The logo on the 12-inch record, it says Shocking Records, but then it had the cutting outline, and you're wondering, what is this? And then you play it, and it's like, oh, my God, what a beat. Oh, my God. You hear that voice, and it's just history from there. I was surprised. I didn't think everybody was going to gravitate to my vocals like that. But I'm honored. Thank you. And even now, when I put up vocals, people are surprised that I can still hold that note. I'm surprised. And you mean, after so many years, you don't you don't think your vocals will travel and maintain with you for so long. But I'm grateful. How did how did the first song come about? I know that you were offered uh, to do a new song, but was that always an option for you, or did somebody hear you sing? How how did how did they say, hey, she has it, we got to record her? No, I used to sing in church. I was a, a church goer early on in my years. Um, I started singing at the age of seven and went to church till about fifteen. So I was in Pentecostal church, no less, and singing for the Lord, and everyone knew me from there. And my brother, he also went to church with me. And we, well, they developed a band and I was in it. And I used to play the drums too. I'm a, I'm a percussionist as well. Something people don't know, but it's okay. And my brother, Ziggy, Hector Ziggy Gonzalez, he's the one that got me into the business. And I'm so grateful to him for that because look at us now. In spite of all these years, and I want to say it's going about 30 years, Almost 30 years. Well, no. If you count Coral's years, it's 30 years. And JD's still going strong, and I'm grateful. Unfortunately, I had to take a break, but um, there's reasons for that. We'll get to those later on in the show, but I just want to say congratulations for being the first freestyle artist on our show to not only get Thank signed, you. not only to get signed, but to get paid. No one's gotten paid. We haven't spoken to anyone that's gotten paid, paid on this podcast. Uh-huh. That's awesome. I, mean, <laughs> that I had to awesome. pause. I had to pause there for a second. <laughs> Listen, I am, again, I am really grateful nonetheless. And everything that you guys do and wrecking companies do and promoters, I mean, I can go on. And I, I did write a, a thank you to everyone, and I posted it on my page. And um, it's just to prove how humbled and honored I am for all the support that I've gotten throughout the years and still getting. Once uh, Answer My Cry was uh, received in a positive manner, did you find out automatically from Cutting Records that your song was doing good? Or did you ever find out how well your song was doing? Well, I knew it was doing well because it was playing a lot on the radio. Um, Hot 97, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was playing a lot. It had a, a lot of radio play. And um, I found out through the radio station that um, it was doing well. And you know how they also have magazines and um, billboards. It was actually number one in Canada. Wow. Answer my cry. And... Um, here, I don't be honest with you, I don't remember here, but I remembered Canada because it was number one. So, again, now I'm really grateful. Well, I could tell you that in, in New England, in this area, Jesus and Jews Vasquez would mix you in, and, and when your voice would come on and they would edit it in, um, people would go nuts. I don't know what is it about your voice, but with edits in it, that just drives people nuts. You know what I mean? Oh. And answer my cry, you got that heart thumping beat that makes you want to dance, but then your voice comes on and then they edit it in and it's just an amazing feat. And then when you mix it with other songs, especially with uh, the cutting catalog, 
mixing JD with with Coro and and all these different songs from Cutting Records, they just make you move and dance. And you could have an entire hour of just playing Cutting stuff back to back, and people will be on that floor dancing. And I know that you're one of those movers and shakers that will make people move the ass every time that song came on. Did you go on YouTube too? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has been posting now. Yes, I used to strip. <laughs> That was part of my routine. Oh, wait, wait, what, 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 what? (laughs) (laughs) So I guess I opened up my mouth. (laughs) I didn't, I had, I (laughs) said, shake your ass. I didn't say, what? Well, I used to shake my ass, as you say, as you call it. But stripping too, throughout my performance, I will come out dressed up and then slowly into the performance, I will start taking one piece out, have, uh, I had, (laughs) Back in the day, I had um, someone come from the audience and take off my pants, and I would right. have tights underneath. So yeah, <laughs> yes, it's all on YouTube. Well, I've I guess- never, I've never YouTubed it, but guess what? Everyone's doing right, <laughs> right now at this moment as they listen to the Freestyle Club. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I'm doing actually, it right now. <laughs> to, to be honest, to be honest, I actually went to Discogs. That's where I went. I didn't go to YouTube. But now that you say it. <laughs> You'll see. See what I'm talking about. Everyone will see what I'm talking about for those who hasn't peeped it yet. <laughs> I, I hope that everyone who's going to peep it is over 18 years of age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uncle CPR says so. <laughs> No, it was pretty cool. I had a um, I had a nice show. I want to say. So my dancers and I worked really hard on that. Very interesting, JD. Very interesting. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that with us. <laughs> You'll see why I say once you see it. No, no, <laughs> oh, it's, it's I I I guarantee that I'm gonna go see it. <laughs> oh, there's no doubt. That's funny. <laughs> I was about to po- uh, pause the podcast. Just so I can go see it and then come back. <laughs> go ahead. Then you can come back and we can get back into it. Well, so funny. getting back to cutting records. <laughs> no, wonder, no wonder you were signed to shocking. <laughs> yeah, because I used to shock everybody. <laughs> and, then, and then you wonder why you got a bunch of penises and vaginas in your DMs. Yes, but I don't do that now. <laughs> Well, people are still stuck in 1988, so you know how it goes. People are still stuck in that era, so they're going back to that era, and they're like, oh, I'm, I want to Google, and I want to go on YouTube and check out JD. Wait a minute. Listen, they're all reflecting on the picture. <laughs> Everybody that sees my pictures, this, I don't know. <laughs> I, I turn crazies out there. <laughs> Subscribe to the Freestyle Club. Freestyle Club. Freestyle Club. On Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Google Play, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Stitcher. Visit thefreestyleclub.com. The Freestyle Club. The Freestyle Club. Let's talk freestyle. So after uh, Answer My Cry, you came out with Love You, Love You. To me, that's yeah. one of the best intros in freestyle right there. With It starts off nice and smooth, and then it cracks you in the face with the beats. Did you actually have any hand in writing these songs, or were no, they all written for I, you? No, I'm not lucky enough to be um, to take the the credit for that. Wait a minute, one. that you, was you written didn't, by my brother. You didn't throw in a the or we or change a he into a she, so you can get some uh, writing credits like everybody else. No. Oh. <laughs> no, and you know what? I'm not even one for um, like if I put in a little. I'll say two sentences or so. I'm not one to get credit. I'm, I don't look for that. I do it because I love the music. I love what I do. And um, again, unfortunately, I wasn't able to put it out throughout a lot of my years. But I did put out Saisa. Oh, yeah. We'll, definitely, have, we'll talk about that, too. My My thing was to keep my name uh, afloat, J.D. afloat. Because eventually I wanted to come in. 
to come back. I just didn't know when or how I was going to do it. But going back to Love You, Love You, that was written by my brother and um, his girlfriend at the time, um, Ziggy, Hector Ziggy Gonzalez, and um, his girlfriend was Daisy Garcia. They wrote that. They wrote it for themselves and you sang it. So that could have been a yes. duet then. It could have. It could have. The fact that you did a Spanish version, though, is the most intriguing part because the Spanish version got a lot of airplay in this area. And to this day, um, and, and Jesus and Juice Vasquez, we got to give him credit. He made a version where it goes from English to Spanish and then Spanish to English. And so people were so enthralled with that song that it just lasts forever. I remember it, it played for 10 years on our show on a weekly wow. basis. And, and people were so obsessed. And if it wasn't being played in the Springfield, Massachusetts radio station, it was being played in the Connecticut uh, radio wow. station. So it, it's something that uh, you should be proud of because sometimes when people put out music, uh, after they put out a hit song like Answer My Cry, they they plateau. And you just went from a great song to even better song to even a better song. Because then so far away, we got to put that in the hemisphere and the beats to that are completely, utterly ridiculous. So your your brother is brilliant, and I'm Thank hoping you. I'm hoping that he has the itch to start producing in 2019. He's uh, I'm working with him again. So yeah, we're coming back. Coming back. Um, but what are you singing when you come I'm back? I'm sorry. What are you singing when you come back? I'm gonna be doing freestyle. Oh yes. Um, I I can't get into the details on it, but um. Uh, it's, it's it's gonna be amazing. I'll say this, Jay Adams is part of it. Boom. Jose mentioned So Far Away, that came out in 94. So there was about a three year gap between Love You, Love You and So Far Away. Why, why that gap there? Freestyle wasn't playing the way it used to be. It wasn't playing on having radio play the way it was with um, So Far Away and Love You, Love You. Um, so I think that it just got lost in the mix. And um, unfortunately, it didn't get the the love that it should have gotten. Because that, that's, that's I, I love So song. Far Away. Yeah, that's my favorite song. It's so emotional that it grabs you by the feels. But, I mean, it's overpowering. You don't stay there whimpering. You, it's like you, you're like, you're so far away. I wanted you right here, right now. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I'm going to get a glass of water. I'll be right back. I love it. This is the most sexual episode we've ever had on the Freestyle Club. <laughs> we got we got hairy vaginas on your DMs. We got you we got you stripping here, and we got Raphael Reyes hot and bothered. What in the blue hell is but going on? When, when that break came on uh, on so far away, it is I broke myself because you know as a DJ where the break is coming in, and when you're dancing with someone and, and you're trying to impress them on the dance floor. And you know every bit of that song. You just break yourself, and they're like, "What? Look at this! I'm taking this tasty cupcake home." You know that's how it is on the dance yeah, floor. Yeah, that that break is so ridiculous, bro. I, I and the scratching, and I know that we're playing uh, a part of it here on the Freestyle Club, but you can hear that song, the extended version, over and over and over again. And I'm sure that the listeners of this podcast, who are wiping their drool right now from watching your video. <laughs> on YouTube can agree that So Far Away is just top-notch, hard-hitting freestyle. It The freestyle today is not the same as the freestyle that in the past. I, I noticed that when I came back. Um, but can it come back? Absolutely. Just like um, the new songs that I have with um, on the compilation album for, in a class of our own. Um, those two new, those two songs were from Artie, Artie Rodriguez. I sang them because he requested me to sing them. And um, How Could You was from back in the day. Uh, let me let me ask you about the songs that you have recorded with Artie Rodriguez, because you recorded a song on Hidden Gems, Body Number 2.
recorded a song in three. always going to compare what you did back in the 90s to what you're doing in the 2000s. Do you feel that that's fair? It's a new generation. So everyone has their own opinion, which it's okay. They're entitled to that. But um, as far as me, I'm going to sing my heart out, no matter what it is, whether it's freestyle from back in the day or freestyle of today or freestyle that gets mixed with back in the day and today. It's something to think about. Never know. But I'm always going to sing my heart out. So, no, I don't, I don't opinionate to that. I mean, people have their own opinions, and they're entitled. Because the people that are used to you, the people that want to hear J.D., uh, cutting J.D., they're so used to your brother's beats. They're used to the hard-hitting beats. And then for you to do something that it, it focuses more on your vocals and, and not the beat part in, in the 2000s, and so people like to compare. So, you know, sometimes I feel like people just don't take the time to listen to projects because of that, because they're expecting something from 1988, 1990. And so they don't want to listen to a newer version of freestyle, which evolves consistently because it's freestyle for a reason. It's a style that's free that you can incorporate. Whatever you want. To it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes people don't listen to newer music with your vocals on it because they're stuck on the three that you did previously and they compare it to those three songs. What I did notice in, in answer to that, what I did notice about what you just stated is that I have two new songs out and um, the DJs have been playing still all my old songs. And I have this thing, if I'm on Facebook, like lately, cause I, I just happened to come on and started putting stuff out and people just started hitting me up. But um, I, I put stuff on Facebook and of course, I the two songs that I've been focusing on, which I know and how could you, because those are the two most recent. Even so, I I get a lot of invitations from the DJs to um, to go and I go in on this side and instead of playing one of those two songs, they play my own one, which don't get me wrong, DJs, Thank you. I am so honored. Because, again, if it wasn't for you guys, streamings and radio stations and DJs and clubs and performing, you know, I, where would J.D. be? Where would any artist be? The Freestyle Club is proudly syndicated on thephillymix.com and clubmegamixradio.com. Visit the Philly Mix and Club Mega Mix Radio. Freestyle. And let's talk freestyle. Yeah, let's just make it clear. You know, when she says that she strips down, she, she is stripping down, but not naked. I mean, no, stop being first. It's on YouTube, people. It's PG still. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. It's, it's a, but you know what, JD, looking at the video and seeing that you have a routine and, and you're doing this, this layers. Of, 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 you know, of releasing your clothes, but being free and, and also, you know, singing these songs, you have a gimmick, you have a stage presence, and you also have something for the audience to uh, look at and, and, and take part in. In 2019, we have a lot of freestyle artists that just stand up there now, and they're expecting a standing ovation, but they just stand there like a deer in a headlight just holding on to the mic and just singing into it. 
what do you what what is it that you think that these artists need that a matter of need it's a matter of um how they want to perceive themselves you know and back in the day all i wanted to do is dance because that's how i started with coral dancing so i wanted to continue that because i love to dance i love to dance freestyle and i definitely love to dance salsa so for me, that that was uh, that had to be a part of my show. Um, nowadays, uh, I don't know. I haven't seen a show in a while, as far as the artists now. But um, if that's what they do, maybe that's that's how they want to perceive themselves. Um, and I'm not taking away from anyone. So please, nobody kill me. I'm not <laughs> stating that. Well, I it's because that. It's because you came from Coro, and Coro pretty much does the same. He strips down. Uh, <laughs> when Coro, when Coro takes his shirt off, forget about it. For for a good ten years, he was coming to New England bi-monthly, just because <laughs> he took off his shirt. They would pay him his salary, and he would you know perform because he he looked like a a male stripper, and he would go up there with his ponytail and his dancers, and he would strip. And get you know get to it you know and so I could understand the influence, but what I see these days in 2019 is that there there is no more stage show like that where you're trying to entertain a crowd and get them pumped up. There hasn't been a show that I've seen Coro on where women are not going crazy. There isn't a show where TKA is on that I don't see you know men and women going crazy. And then George Lamont by himself running around on stage, he can vocally move you. You know, same thing with Judy Torres. And you, you took it upon yourself to have this great state show. And so I'm wondering why people are not taking more to the quote-unquote old school and mimicking what they did because their formula actually works. Thank you. I actually, in in speaking for Adam J.D.'s terms, um, in, in my perspective, again, dancing was a part of me. Now, am I going to implement that in my my shows now? I'm working on something. I can't give you too much. Maybe for the first couple of shows, it'll be my, myself alone. But again, there's, there's so much that I cannot say. I could just throw little hints here and there. But um, I'm hoping to give something, something different, something of JD from back in 1990. So hopefully everybody will gravitate to that and JD will be JD again. Well, just make sure that, uh, you know, you put it on YouTube so we can all watch it. Jose is subscribing right now as we speak to YouTube. That's too funny. <laughs> Here's the thing, JD, and, and, and watching, watching the video right now of your performance, I, I, I remember now the, the, the performances that I've seen in the last week because social media now, you can see everyone's performance now because of the fact that everybody wants to broadcast themselves and they want to be famous. I seen so I seen a dude this week perform. It looked like a a lounge bar, you know. It was next to a pool table, and then he was performing right next to the bathroom, and it was the most horrific thing I've ever seen because uh. not only couldn't the person sing, but it, it was a horrible performance. Even the people. They were making comments that were like, this is horrible. This is terrible. And and people were in that venue. They couldn't have been more than 10 people, but they were cheering him on like he was Elvis. And I'm just wondering, like, damn, anybody could be a freestyle artist now. I have to agree on that one. Um, the way every social media has gotten, I mean, back in the day, we didn't have no social media. We barely even got a, a, well, I can't say barely a radio play because JD did get radio play, but there's so many artists out there that don't even get that opportunity. You know, and it's sad, and they have talent. Well, it's only it's sad. sad. It's only sad if the person has talent. It's a tragedy when it's, <clears throat> they don't have talent because I don't want to see it. I don't want it in my feed. I don't want to see that. I don't want to hear it. They don't. They don't <laughs> put any effort into that show, into their voice, into their lyrics, into the product. Just please stop. I I gotta tell you, Ralph. I was gonna send you the video, 
and I, I just couldn't because I, I didn't want to ruin your weekend. Thank but you. you're welcome. <laughs> but I just wonder if people really want it, if people really want what JD had, what Coro has, you know, and, and what she's trying to gain back uh, because it takes work. And I don't see people putting in a lot of work. And for some half drunk guy to get on a mic, you know, who was a singer from back in the 90s who had a song on a compilation somewhere, you know, and to be in this lounge with 10 people and like in front of this, I, it was just bad. It was just a horrible thing. And I, it's embarrassing that they put that label freestyle on it because what that person is doing is just cementing the fact that they're never going to be booked, especially by me. You know what I mean? It's terrible. Okay. That's the sad part of social media now. Um, social media is like you can post anything and it's okay because it's free, you know. But unfortunately, you have a lot of artists out there or trying to be artists that m puts other artists to shame in the sense where, again, I, I want to speak. <clears throat> you have so much talent out there. There's a lot of artists that are really good artists and they don't get the, the recognition for it. And I've worked with a couple of them and, and it's sad. It really is. So the fact that Jadis is coming back out, who's to say that, you know, Jadis not going to do well this time? You know, who's to say she is? I, I, I can't say yes or no to that. I could only say, let God be my path. And I'm continue moving from there one step at a time baby steps i think my biggest issue with freestyle these days is that there are three types of artists there is a studio artist an artist that's created in the studio and that you know for a fact that if you give them a mic live they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna sink you know what i mean and then they got singers people that can sing and then they got people like you you're a vocalist you know and and no one can argue that once they hear any of your songs and the notes that you hit the notes that you hit, they know for a fact, this is the real deal. This is a vocalist. And so for me to celebrate mediocrity, you know, and, and, and to have a top 10 counter like I do, and to have studio artists and vocalists featured on the same countdown, I think it's, just, it's a big disservice and disrespect to our music. Um, especially when Facebook glorifies like the studio made artist, the, you know, a person that is not as talented. And for me, when I put that on the countdown, because they voted it in, it's embarrassing to me because I got a vocalist and then I got a studio-made artist all in the same place and one doesn't belong. I understand. I understand how hard it is. I, I don't think the people realize how, how hard or, or how much hard work it takes to become an artist. You know, I, I know all they see is us getting on stage and performing but they don't see the behind the scenes, all the hours in the studio, all the hours in rehearsals. All I mean, it I can go on and on. You know, we put a lot of hours in our performances, and um, <clears throat> you have a lot of people that just go out out there and just sing. And those are the ones that you're talking about <clears throat> that just go there and do nothing, but just sing and hold the mic. But again, who am I to judge? I don't judge anybody. I am who I am, and Everybody else has to see, is this where I want to be? Do I want to escalate? Can I move forward? Do I want more out of this? Because singing is not easy. Being an artist is not easy. You know, and I, I give props to the, the new artists, the next generation. I, I give props to everybody because an artist, if you truly want to be an artist, if you truly want to sing, it takes a lot out of you. And if you can put that passion into your rehearsal, into your singing, into putting a great performance, then you're an artist. That's the way I see it. Talking about going forward, on both your singles, Love You, Love You, and So Far Away, you had Spanish versions of those songs on, on those singles. So to me, it seems like a natural progression for you to cross over into Spanish music. So talk to us about your salsa. My salsa. I, I can tell you a little something about that salsa. I had somebody that um, was going to give us a, a big contract. And it fell through. It fell through because a certain producer, music producer, didn't finish our project in time. That big project 
if it would have gone through, it was working with uh, um, Gloria Stefan and her husband, wow. Emilio Stefan. And unfortunately, they didn't bring the project out on time. And yeah, I lost that pro- that that contract. No, I, I think I would have to kill that producer. He would not have been alive today. You have no idea. Um, it, it was, I've gone through a lot of bad, um, working with a lot of bad people, but in the same token, I've gone through working with some amazing people as well. Because all the instruments, those, those were all live. The size, mm. My Sasha album is all live. And um, these are people that work with Mark Anthony, La India, Celia Cruz. These are people that did their uh, music. And I loved it. I still do. Like Yo Te Quiero, that's Salsa. I have one that's called Tevi. I have quite a few of them out. Like I said, I have a Salsa album out. But oh, it's on um, digital. Since you've done freestyle and you've done salsa, like a, a few other artists have, uh, how do you find the differences between the the way that freestyle is done as a business as opposed to salsa? Well, salsa is its own. Oh my god, salsa is its own. I, I put it in its own pedestal. Salsa is well, never dies. You know, and and when they do these these shows in in Puerto Rican parade, for example, or anything that has to do with Boricuas, and I love performing. Whenever there's a a, a street fair, I love performing it because I love the, the the salsa. Now, salsa and freestyle are two different things, but I like to implement them both because that's part of me, and mm-hmm. I want people to see that I I do not only sing freestyle English. But I also sing freestyle Spanish and salsa. If that answered your question. No, great. No, uh, what I was wondering is, on the level of professionalism, how did you find them? You know, did you find that that salsa had it more together? They had, you know, a schedule to keep, and they kept it. If not, they left you behind. You missed the bus. See you uh, next time. I can't say that I had um, because, and and I'll, I'll speak on Puerto Rico. Let's say. Puerto Rico is a salsa song, and Puerto Rico was the actual theme song for the Puerto Rican Day Parade in 2004 and 2005, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. One was 2K4, and the other one was in 2005. So I'm going to just hint on what you just stated with that. They, it was the theme song, and they did us wrong too. So in the sense where it's the same thing. Yeah, I got left behind as well when it came down to that, but it's okay because I'm coming back stronger than ever. So basically the music business is the music business is the music business. No matter what it is. No matter what genre it is. Rap. Yep. No matter. Freestyle, salsa, bachata. I think every artist, any artist, whatever genre they have, this is the way the music business is. Well, I want everyone to go to YouTube after they're done watching <laughs> you, right? And go go YouTube Puerto Rico. That's a great song. It's a song that makes me want to get on the airplane and go visit my mom because it, mm-hmm. it's just one of those songs that really touch you. Uh, being Puerto Rican, we're all Puerto Rican, me, UCPR, so I know that he can appreciate it as well. Uh, how, how did it feel to sing that song? Oh, my God. It's like um, I'm singing something that belongs to us, you know, our country. Um, Puerto Rico has that one star. That's us. You know, um, my brother, again, everything that I I tell you is a lot has to do with my brother, Ziggy. And if it, I, I give him a lot of props because we've gone through ups and downs and this man could write. 
he can write. The fact that I sing to his songs is it's it's a privilege to me. In Puerto Rico, when we went to Puerto Rico to do the the video, it it was um, wow. It it's something when you're performing a song, and you're performing it to to the audience, right? But it's something else when you're doing a video and you're pouring your heart out and you're looking out towards wherever you're singing at and, and you see this thing and you say, wow, you're really here. You know, this this means a lot to me to support Puerto Rico, to support the Puerto Ricans, to support the Boricuas out there. I'm always going to do what my heart fears. And if Puerto Rico is it, then that's it. I'm always going to put Puerto Rico one because that's where we come from. Love it. It's in our blood. Um, when you were in freestyle, do you see the differences back then in the behavior of the artists and the people in freestyle versus the behavior and the way people are in 2019? Or is it just the same? Well, from the, the few things that I've heard of coming back, yeah, it's the same. It's just a different year. And people, you need to stop. There's enough, enough room for everybody. I will share the mic with the newest artist to the oldest artist. I don't care. So long as we get to enjoy each other, we get to enjoy the show, the audience gets to enjoy. It's, it's all about the fans. Because at the end of the day, they're the ones that are buying your music, screaming out for you, uh, wanting to, to be a part of you, to feel you. It, there's no time for any animosities. Everybody got to stop that. We're too old for that already. I know I am. I didn't come back for that. I came back to do what I love, and that's the thing. So for the newbies, new artists, my advice to you is forget about the animosity. Think about what you want in your heart. Follow your heart. If you follow your heart and you push the animosity to the side, believe me, you get places. If you start with animosity, people are just going to close doors on you. They're going to say, hey, you know, I don't have time for that. And keep moving. And don't do that. Believe me when I tell you, if you truly want this, follow your heart. I have to ask you about your current projects. Uh, you just did uh, a, a guest spot on Shai's Bloodline version of uh, With All My Heart. And uh, how did that feel to, to be part of this song? I love this song. Bloodline, the remix. Oh, my God. I love it. Um, it felt great. I was honored that uh, Shai asked me to be a part of it. Um, Shai, there's a little story with that. Um, my sister dated Shai, and they had a child together. And that's where Anita Marie comes in. That's my niece. That's why the Bloodline mix came in, as far as the name. But to be a part of, for her to be a part of something that belongs to her father, and for me to be a part of something that she's, someone she's always looked up to, yeah, that, that means a lot to me. So well, that, I'm, that... I'm truly impressed. I, I, love, I love that version. Um, I mean, there's multiple versions of uh, with all my heart. Um, but uh, what I had to do was take all the versions of the songs and put them all together. So uh, I'm currently playing a new version with the extended mix, and then it goes into George Anthony, which is also a person who has a separate guest spot, mm -hmm. but I put it with yours. So it has Anita Marie, and uh, it has UJD, and it also has Ty Bless. So I turned a three-minute song into a five-minute song, but it, it blended so well that uh, I really, really enjoyed it. But now that I hear the fact that you have your niece and you you have, you know, a person that at one time you called your brother-in-law, you mm -hmm. know, all in one song, that that's really amazing. And Anita is a, a solid singer, and uh, I can't wait to hear more things from her. She's actually working on, um, she's going to be working on her new single now. 
That's pretty so, cool. That generation yeah. after generation, you know, you it was you and then her father and now her, you know. So that's what I want to celebrate. That's what I want to celebrate. That's what Ralph wants to celebrate. That's the type of music that I want to push on my radio show. That's the type of music that I know that Ralph wants to mix into his mixes. And uh, it, it that's what we need to have more of in 2019. We're trying, we're trying, we're gonna see. Uh, there's another, uh, it may be an extended bloodline. I, I'm trying to convince my daughter to do something with me and on a project as well. Wow. That'll be great. That's awesome. Keep it going. Oh my God, she, she can sing. What's wrong with her is that she, uh, and, and I don't understand why, because she has done performances in school and everybody loves her. And for, for some reason, I tell her, come, do something with me. Let's go on stage. She said, no. Nope. I was like, okay, one of these days I'm going to get you. That's she has some beautiful vocals. Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a lot of uh, great uh, artists, the new generation. Uh, you know, we have uh, some people that you may or may not know of. We have Lily Rose, Willie Valentine's, and Cynthia Figueroa's daughter. Uh, we have Audi Medina, 19 years old. Uh, we have Anita Marie, uh, you know, your niece. Uh, we have Alexia, 10 years old. Uh, we have an Italia, also 10 years old. So we want to we want to hear more of the new generation. We want to hear uh, new people. I, I get tired of this new freestyle artist coming out, and he's 63. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> he, he takes his he takes his dentures out and starts singing. You know, he's coming up with a walk at the nice. stage. Coming up nice. with a walk. Coming out with a walker singing the applesauce song. You know what I mean? It's singing like the Geritol version of the song. Take me, take me to your depends. You know what I mean? I, you know, it just it's crazy to me how, you know, we have all these older folk that don't want to pass that torch. And that's the best thing to do. Our music needs to grow and we need to have the next generation, you know. And I've said this before, but I get scared of what's gonna to happen to my radio show if I decide to step away because I need that new generation of DJ that wants to come on and, and play freestyle and respects the culture of it. I can tell you something. I mean, and something that you, you pointed out as far as a walker, um, I got hurt really bad. And that's why I wasn't in, in the music industry for a while. I got hurt really bad. And um, I've had four surgeries on my lower back and they didn't think I was going to be able to walk again. Wow. So I was walking with a cane. So for you to say that, imagine me walking with a cane on stage. No, no. What we're going to do is when you perform, we're going to get you a motorized uh, vehicle. <laughs> you know, listen. So not, you can not, break dance with a motorized vehicle. That, not to be funny, I, I, I went to a show in Brooklyn, and uh, I'm not going to mention who the artist is, but she was one of my all-time favorite artists. I did not get to see her back in the day, so I was excited to see her now. Oh, oh a few years ago and she actually went up to the stage with a walker so something i would do and if you don't believe me ask artie <laughs> no <laughs> i'm serious artie we were doing um I, I believe it was the record release party for um in a class of round volume two and that was one of the times when i had one of my surgeries and i still went out there i didn't take my cane with me but I still, <laughs> I, I, I love Artie. Artie came and he started performing with me and we were on the floor and we were doing our thing, you know, cause that's what they remember of JD. So yeah, I did a little dabble. I'm not gonna lie, I was in pain. <laughs> that was done, but there were I the, did it. The Percocets were flying that night. <laughs> you wanna put it that way? Yeah, but I, to, to back to my point, you already earned your audience and you earned it 30 years ago. I'm talking about 63 year old men in 2019 being featured as new artists and making it seem like they're the new generation when they should be having their children be the new generation. <laughs> their you know? grandchildren. And, and, and <laughs> their it's just grandchildren. A <laughs> Those are late bloomers. <laughs> These are people that probably didn't even think that they can put out a record and then decided, hey, let's do it. I just, I but just get, I get it. what happens is that you stepped away, JD. It's your fault. 
You stepped away. You left that vacuum for them. That's you, what it you was. You stepped away and you left a little spot there, right? And then somebody thought maybe I could be the next JD, and you know they they try to take that spot because in this area we had a lot of great vocalists, and at that time there were a lot of studio artists that were just trying to get some airplay, that they were trying to get a spot, and they never could for years. They never could. But then when the vocalist stepped away, then the studio artists were the ones who were celebrated and brought forth. And so now I want to retire those people. I want them to go away because I don't like studio artists because once you put them on stage, they just look at you with that that dumb fuck look on their face, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean to be rude or mean, but it's I wanna I wanna see performances. I don't wanna see you you know, painting by numbers. I don't know what the hell you're doing. Looking at the clouds and you're inside of a building. You know, I, I need you to make that connection. I need you to see some activity. And look at you. 30 years later or 25 years later, whatever this happened, this this concert that you were part of, you were there, you know, doing whatever you could to entertain the fans. Your body paid for it the next three days. But you, <laughs> But you, you know, you were doing backflips with Artie or, and doing the Dirty Dancing theme song, you know? <laughs> that's why, and that's why people love Artie. See, Artie came here to New England. As soon as the song starts, he's running from one end to of the, of the stage to the other end of the stage. He's running so fast that legit is fired and he hasn't moved anywhere. <laughs> and legit's tired just watching him. <laughs> just watching him. Do you know how long I know Artie? I, I, 30 years, probably. Do you know Menudo? I do. Okay, back in the day when Menudo first came out, there was a lot of groups that were doing something similar. Okay? Because I was in Los Amigos. I was in Los Amigos. Um, Shy was in uh, one of my groups. Um, so Artie had, was doing his thing, and he had his daughter, Little Vivian. Wow. In it as well. So we were all, I used to play the timbales. It so happens that every time I would play the timbales, my timbales didn't want to work. So I said, okay, that didn't work. So let's do something else. And that's when I started doing the dancing again. So what I'm trying to say is when we first came out, it was all because I, I to me, it started because of Menudo. The way Menudo came out and started singing and dancing and putting up a show. So you had La, Las Muñecas. You had a whole bunch of other other, other uh, groups, and we used to go out in competitions. We used to go out and do concerts. And you can't even that do was, that now. It sucks. Well, you can. It's just that people don't 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 take um, performing the way I did and back in the day and Artie and. Oh my and God! Can you imagine? Artists. Can you imagine you being a judge, JD, and you telling some mediocre studio artists that they can't sing? <laughs> And I'm then they're like, that. oh, I can sing better than you. I'll battle you. And you're like, oh, so hold you. Because that happens now in freestyle. I know one specific artist who recorded a song back in the 90s and was a filler artist who actually had the audacity to challenge vocalists and say, hey, you know, I could beat you in a vocal challenge. And you're like, this, I mean, you got to give him credit for believing himself so much. Come on, man. Against vocalists. That's crazy. Listen, uh, I'm going to say a little something, something as far as the vocals. When I went, I was doing Shai's, um, I did some ad lib for him, right? Towards the, it was almost towards the end. And I was trying to hit this note and I, for the life of me, I was trying to hit it in falsetto. I couldn't hit it. And I kept cracking because I'm an artist. I'm not going to lie. Everybody cracks every now and then. Especially when you're in the studio trying to do something to please the, the not, not to please the audience, but they're the ones that are going to listen to it. And not only that, everybody wanted J.D. from 1990. So I said, okay, I'll try it. So I couldn't hit it. I couldn't hit it. I kept cracking. That's Ty. We were cracking up. I was cracking up. And I said, I got this. I got this. I got this. I don't know whether how. My brother was on the phone. And um, he says, tell her to take it out from her gut. And I said, okay, I'll take it out from the gut. And that's all he needed to tell me. It just, that, that long vocal, 
that extends into Ty's um Ty's part on the song. Yes. That's me. Yeah, I know. And the part where it says mi amor, and you just hit that note. That's why I had to use it on this uh edited mix that I put together. I had to use that version because it sounded so good and it reminded me of you from 1990. So I appreciate that. I, I I've listened to that song already like a thousand times. I, I wow. think I had it on repeat on a, a, a at my work day uh, for three days in a row because I I studied that. I'm a I love vocalists. I love wow. great vocals. And so thank you. I commend you on hitting that note. And I'm glad that your brother inspired you to hit that note. And it's something that we can appreciate because the the proof is in the final project. You know, all I'm saying is we need more of you and we need more vocalists out there doing freestyle and we need more of these studio artists. Let me let me just hint to what you just said. All all we're asking is if you are from a studio, take it, rehearse, practice day in, day out. That's how my brother had me do. You practice day in and day out. The more you do it, the better you get. The more you do it, the better you get. And it's it that's just a part of life. The more you do anything. In any type of work, the better you're gonna get. You know I love Study. you, Jay, right? <laughs> I love you too. I, lo I love you, love you. I'm gonna send you some videos of the artists that I mean, and you tell me if there's any redeeming quality. Listen, I can't, I can't speak for anybody else. I can only speak for me. I'm saying, you know, me, m it comes from the heart. If it comes from my soul, when I sing, I sing because it comes out of my soul, my core, and that's why you get the vocals that you get. That's why I'm able to hit those high notes. When my brother told me that, J.D. hit it from the core, okay. But I couldn't hit it for settle, so I just hit it on my natural voice, and that's what came out. And the fact that I'm able to, again, still hit that note, is, it just amazes me. Because I honestly couldn't, didn't think that I was made, would be able to hit those type of notes. Because when you're performing, and you're hitting those type of notes and you're dancing, it's hard. That's not easy to do either, to maintain. And sometimes you go out of breath and, you, you know, you have to pick it up again. And, and that's not easy to do either. So, And, and that's why these studio artists just stand there like a deer in hell, like us. They got to save every breath so they could try to hit the note that they hit in the studio with Melodyne. You know what I mean? So they're trying really hard, but they can't. And yeah, that's I don't know. hard. It's, it's it takes hard. it takes a lot of concentration and effort to lip sync your own song. Oh, I, I, I honestly I have to agree on that one. You know, there was there was a time I was doing a, a cable show, and in cable shows you have to lip sync. You can't um you can't sing live. I don't know if you know that. I do. So I had to I had to lip sync, and and, and I'm over here trying to lip sync. I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how to lip sync to the damn song. I had to sing it. So I said, okay, you know what? The mic is off, so why is it that I can't sing it? <laughs> so I, I, I started singing the song. I couldn't lift the damn thing. But, you know, other people are different. You know, I can't say, that, have I ever lip, lip sync? Yes, I did. Absolutely, I did. Especially when I was sick and I had to perform and had no other choice. I couldn't get out of it. So... I would sing some, but the high notes, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I had to. Yeah, but, but with you, that's the exception. Know? That's not the rule. You know, that's no. the difference. Definitely not the rule. You shouldn't go out there and lip sing a song when you can. If you're truly an artist, it should come out of your core. Bottom line. No lip singing. Let it come out of your core. Believe me, when it comes out of your core, you're going to shock yourself. <laughs> they shock me. I guess That's the problem. I can't. Shocking <laughs> records. I can't wait for the video. JD, come out of your let it come out of your core, not your culo. Thank you so much. Ah, that's too funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, let, what what can we look forward to in 2019 from you? Is there a JD album being worked on? Now, why do you have to go and say something like that? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. No. Exclusive, I am. No. Come on, let it out. I do you have, so I do much have, better. I am working on a project. Um, actually, uh, a couple of artists uh, asked me to do duets with them. 
And I asked somebody to do a duet with me. Um, so we'll probably come out with something like that. I need to approve the artists that you do duets with, because if you're going to do du duets with someone, it has to be someone that's equal or better than you. And if they're not equal and better than you, then they cannot have a duet with you. I am sorry. <laughs> I think you're true. There's, there's, there's a lot to be hopeful for this year. Um, I've, I've already gotten a few uh, shows lined up. Actually, someone hit me up on instant, instant messages to do a show in Brazil. Uh, I also have a show possibly coming up in Chicago. So there's, there's a couple of things happening, considering that I just put up the site, what, like two, two weeks ago? Started working on it. So well, I can't wait to debut your new song. Uh, I can't wait for Jams to send it to me. I can't wait to send you your copy there, Unknown Admin. Can't wait and, to hear uh, it. I can't, I can't wait to hear I... that song from the gut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tell us about the, the website. I do, I do have a website. It has not come out. Well, it, it's JD, www.jd.com, but I haven't set it up yet. It's on the works. Um, I, I did um, put up the Facebook for the moment. Hopefully I'll be on the, all the other social medias as well. Um, you get a lot. That's a lot that I'm myself personally, this time around, it's like I'm putting a lot of effort into my project with my brother and his company. And um, yeah, you, you, you guys got to wait and see. You guys are going to be shocked. There's a lot of good things coming. This is the Freestyle Club. Pick hit of the week. It is customary for us to allow our guests let us know what their pick hit of the week is. So, J.D., Please let us know who is your pick hit of the week. I choose uh, Magical by Little Rose. It's so What is your pick hit of the week? The 2019 remix of Nunca with Alex of Latin Nation and Artie. This thing is badass. I think this is Alex's best ad libs I ever heard from him. Featuring his daughter, Anita Marie, and of course, our guest this week, JD. Check it out. Bloodline. Well, Ralph, another scintillating episode of the Freestyle Club is in the books. There you go. <laughs> Until next time, it's CPR saying goodbye. And remember, peace, love, and freestyle. <laughs>